Welcome to 52 Weeks of Hustle. I'm Travis Apple, and I'll be your host of this podcast. After spending my entire career in the sports sales industry, I wanted the opportunity to give back, to give back to those individuals that want to get in this business, or for those individuals that are in this business that want to continue to excel at an elite level. For those of you who know me, hustle has always been important, hence the name. This podcast is presented by General Sports Worldwide and the Clubhouse. GSW is certainly picking up steam in search, recruiting, training, and consulting. The Clubhouse is a career development platform consisting of monthly webinars, in-depth training vault, job board, mentorship platform, blogs, and a focus on mental health. Be sure to sign up for a free membership at theclubhousecareers.com. In addition, thanks for everyone that has supported the book, Hustle Your Way to Success in Sports Sales. For season three, I'm going to have the privilege of sitting down with industry experts to discuss their career path, three key topics that are current in the industry, three hustle hot seat questions, three pieces of advice, all under 24 minutes. Now on to our guests this week. Building your brand and content is so key in the business world. I can't think of anyone much better to dive into these areas of the business than my friend, Elisa Padilla, Senior Marketing Consultant. Elisa, welcome to the show. Hi, Travis. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Elisa, always exciting to catch up. And, you know, starting from the beginning, you grow up in Newark and then you head to Centenary University, study communications. You go on to receive an MBA in marketing from Fairleigh Dickinson University. What do you think you were going to do in your career? I really honestly thought that I was going to work in television, Travis. I, I wanted to be a camera, a camera operator. And um, when I did my first internship at MSG Network and I sat close to the sales and marketing people, I went back to school and took my first marketing course and thought, oh, no, you know what? Marketing is what I really want to do. That's where my passion is. And, and so- yeah. You know, as, as you think about, you know, very excited to talk about certainly your career, you know, no different than a lot of the listeners that may be thinking about what path they want to take. Like it, you may study one thing, but you may get into something else, but they all are, are going to come together, which we'll talk about today. And, you know, you have a ton of advice. So I'm excited, you know, for season three into diving into careers of very successful individuals in a variety of verticals here. And so first, why do you feel like branding is so important for individuals? That's a, it's a really, really important question, um, Travis. And I think that I'll share with your listeners that branding yourself is key because you need to let people know what you as an individual stand for, what you as an individual bring to the table, what your expertise is. So it doesn't matter whether you're working for an NBA team, an NFL team, a sports agency, you want people to know that, you know, X person is a subject matter expert in this area. And I think, look, what I've learned in my career is your reputation is often much more important than your resume and your reputation is your brand. Absolutely. Couldn't have said any, couldn't have said any better on that end. And, you know, so as, as you think about your career, you've certainly worked with some iconic brands as well as professional sports teams. And so regardless of the organization, you've helped cultivate loyal, community-centric fan bases at the highest of levels. What's made you so successful in your career? I think um, number one is understanding the landscape 
And for every single job that I've ever gone into is understanding the demographics, understanding, I like to put it in the, um, you know, work, play, live, right? So who are we trying to reach? Where do they work? Where do they live? Where do they play? Who's our competition? And just understanding the data first and then building from the ground up. Because I believe that whatever goes up will always come down. And if you're in the in the streets, like I like to call it, right? It's like, if you're understanding and know where your customers, where they shop, where they dine, where they live, I think it's going to make you a better salesperson and a better marketer than just, you know, spraying and praying and thinking, oh, I work for this amazing brand. I'm just going to, you know, put out a marketing campaign and it's going to work because of who, of who we are as a brand. Yeah. No. And that's what I've always respected about you, Elisa. You've been willing to, you know, to your point, get on the streets, immerse yourself kind of in the marketplace, truly understand and even A-B test some of those areas of like, what's going to be the Mm -hmm. most influential, the most beneficial. And so you start out your career with HBO, then AT&T before joining the sports world with BSC Global and the Brooklyn Nets. And so you were part of that move to Brooklyn. You produced the Hello Brooklyn campaign, which was award-winning that garnered a ton of accolades from the media. And so thinking back to that time, what all went into building that successful campaign? Yeah, well, first, I think it was the teamwork. We had some incredible internal and external partners work with us. So that was really key. And I remember we were sitting with our retail partner and we were going through data that they had pulled at the time. And they kept telling, they kept showcasing, you know, the pride of Brooklyn Knights. And Brooklyn Knights were so prideful. And, you know, they think that they live in the best borough and blah, blah, blah. And I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, if we walk in there into this borough with, you know, a chip on our shoulders, like we're the big bad NBA, we're never like, it's never going to work because you only have one time to make a first impression. And when you meet someone, what do you say? You say hello, right? And the thought process was that the campaign was going to, that the brand voice of the Brooklyn Nets was going to come from inside the borough and that we were going to have a very humble approach and we worked with our internal and our external partners and we came up with a, a beautiful campaign. And the best part of the campaign is that Hello works in so many languages. And through our research, we learned that there were over 153 languages spoken in Brooklyn. So we were able to adapt the campaign to multiple languages. So that made it a success for us. And I think that's a key point, right? Is like making sure you do your research for anything you do, whether it's marketing or anything else to be able to roll it out, but you've done your studies and you may not make everyone buy into it, but at least have that, that breadth of everything you're doing. And so Elisa, you end up spending seven years with the organization, which oversaw five key franchises and you held four different roles, including being the chief marketing officer. And so what did you feel like you did to, to grow so quickly in this industry? I think, you know, for me, when I got the job at the Nets, I just put my head down. It was about delivering on the job, right? I was hired at the time. I was hired to be director of marketing and that's, we were a lame duck team playing at Prudential Center. The governor had already said, you know, 
leave New Jersey. <laughs> um, and for me, it was just about delivering excellence to my boss and his boss and the board of directors. So I literally put my head down and every single day focused on the work. And, you know, I was very, very blessed that within five years, I went from director of marketing to chief marketing officer. And look, you know, there comes a point in your career where you pivot and it stops being about you and it starts being about your team, right? And I was really, really lucky enough to be able to grow the next team from 15 to 62 by the time I left seven years later. Yeah. So it was a really, really huge accomplishment for me. No, that's awesome. But, but I'm sorry, Travis, the, the last thing I'll say is I didn't do it alone, right? I didn't do it alone. All the work and, you know, you know what it's like to work in sports, the blood, sweat and tears. It was, yep. it took a team to do it. And I was really, really lucky to work with a bunch of really great people. I think it's two great pieces of advice, right? Always surround yourself with great people that have a similar interest in mind. But then at the end of the day, you've got to be willing to put your head down and just go and, yeah. and get it done. And so you'll post the BSC Global Days. You took on roles with Apple and the Howard Hughes Corporation. As, as you think about your time, both in and out of sports, what are some key similarities from a marketing and brand lens? You know what? The four P's of marketing never change. So it doesn't matter whether, you know, you're selling widgets. When I left um, BSD Global to go to Apple, someone was like, oh, you're going to go sell widgets. And I was like, no, <laughs> um, I'm like, I think I'm going to go sell more than widgets. But anyway, I share that in the context that it doesn't matter whether you're you're um, selling tickets, whether you're selling water, whether you're selling cars, the four P's of, of, you know, the principles of marketing don't change. You have your product, you have your price, you have your promotion and you have your placement. You need to know, you know, what problem your product is solving for the consumer in order to get that share of wallet. And I think that as long as you remember that and you adapt accordingly, you're going to be successful. No, absolutely. And then, Alisa, you make the move south where you and I were counterparts of the Miami Marlins and you helped transform an ailing team into a, a thriving symbol of the vibrant local landscape there in Miami. And this was a tough role, to say the least, as the entire organization really had to reimburse themselves into the community. And, and why was that such a key initiative on your end? So, you know, I, I think that the, the, you know, when we worked at the Marlins, reintroducing that team to South Florida was so critical and changing consumer perception, I think was also very critical because everyone that I met within my first six months in Miami, and I would say, Hey, have you gone to a Marlins game? Oh, I haven't been there in the last five years. Well, why not? Well, because, and then they would go into this whole diatribe and it's like, no, no, things are different. Yep. Things are different now. So I think that, again, getting getting in on the ground level. Um, and I remember my first six months, every weekend, I would go to a different neighborhood because I wanted to hear what people were saying, what people were talking about, about Marlins Park, what they were saying about the Marlins, what they were saying about the new ownership team. And I think that 
there, the biggest challenge was not only introducing, reintroducing the brand, but also changing consumer perception. No, absolutely. And, and from there, Elisa, you joined Rock Nation, where you oversaw creative strategy and partnership marketing across the brand's music, sports, and event business. And you certainly have spent your entire career accustomed to high-stake efforts and finding ways to focus and really enhance that bottom line. And, you know, what I've always, you know, in addition to your work is I appreciate you're always willing to give back. You've served on many industry and charity boards. You host an Instagram live series focused on paying it forward, kick it by EP. And so, why for you, Elisa, is it so important for you to give back? I think that the reason that is so important to give back is because, you know, we never know what anyone is going through. And I think that the pandemic in 2020 really opened up the doors to people networking and people helping one another even if they didn't know one another, because we were all in a situation where it was like, what is going on, right? So I think for me, what was really, I've always wanted to give back. I've always made it an effort to give back because someone opened the door for me, right? My very first boss who offered me an internship, who then you know, my next boss offered me, you know, a job, they took a chance on me. And I always like keep that in the back of my mind. But then I think about how the world has changed. And, you know, the COVID-19 turned everyone's lives upside down. And I just think that the world today is so different. It's much more competitive. It's just, it's harder. And I think that for me, giving back now is just so important because you just never know what someone else is going through. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Again, we're here on 52 Weeks of Hustle. The guest today, Elisa Padilla, Senior Marketing Consultant. And Elisa, now let's get into the three hot topics. Question one, you've continued to make a name for yourself throughout the pandemic that we just talked about with creative content, publishing, in addition to the Kick It by EP series. Why is it the constant productive content so important? Because content is king, Travis. And everybody, now that everyone has a cell phone, everyone is a content creator. And 
TikTok is validates that you can just, you know, put up a video of you eating cereal and it can go viral. Go viral. <laughs> I know. The craziest things go so, viral. So I, I just think that, you know, putting things out in the world that are going to help other people, no matter what it is, you know, whether it's sharing a recipe or, you know, pushing out an inspirational quote, like all of that is just helping people. So, and people are addicted to their phones. So you need to be where your potential fans or consumers are. Absolutely. And so question two, as you think about the marketing landscape for any companies that are in, in tech or entertainment, sports, music, lifestyle, whatever it may be, what should individuals be focused on in those areas to be successful right from the start? Um, I think the customer journey is really, really important. I think understanding how you want the consumer to experience your product and making sure that there are no roadblocks along the way are really, really important. They should be, companies should be focused on that. And they should also be focused on where their potential consumers are. So if you're launching a product and you know that, you know, your, your competitors, you know, and your consumer, your potential consumers are online, that's where you should be focusing your efforts and not on offline channels, right? Just be very, very focused and direct and intentional um, as to where you want to reach your folks. Absolutely. And finally, Lisa, question three, for those listeners that are interested in marketing or brand and content over the next five years to help stay ahead of the curve, what are some key initiatives they should be thinking about? Well, I think what's very interesting is that with social media and specifically the digital landscape, it's like on a weekly basis, things change. So you have to really have your pulse on trade publications, trade, you know, um, anything that has to do with algorithms, anything that has to do with, you know, cell phone service, how how things are going to change. You have to stay on top of that because that's going to impact um, how you reach your potential customers. Absolutely. Well, Elisa, what a great career. As you think back to your entire career, what's been your best memory? You know, I read that question like a hundred times and I have so many great memories. And, but I think that, you know, my favorite memory must have been, you know, when we launched, when we launched Brooklyn and the, the fanfare and the fact that the Brooklyn Nets were trending on that day worldwide was just such a testament to the team that had worked on that yep. product um, and that launch that I think that that's one of, that's one of the top three, I would no, say. That's awesome. Well, Lisa, always a ton of great advice. Fun to hear about your journey, both personally and professionally. So to close it out, I'd like to put our guests on the hustle hot seat. So you ready for this? I'm ready. All right. I know we're both big animal and specific dog people. So if you could be any type of dog, what would it be? I would be a Labradoodle. Nice. If you could have any actress play you in a movie, who would it be? Okay. I'm sure that everyone's going to think probably you too, Travis, that, you know, I would say Selma Hayek or Jennifer Lopez, but believe it or not, it would be Molly Shannon. I love her. She's so funny. Yes. I love it. And then if you could have dinner with one person, who would it be? Uh, 
Oh my goodness. So I've gone back and forth on how I was going to answer this question. So I'm going to go with Lynn Manuel Miranda because the other person that I would love to have dinner with, I've met on multiple times, multiple occasions. So I've never met Lynn and that would be an absolute dream come true. Awesome. Well, Lisa, to close it out, what are three key takeaways you'd give every listener to be in your shoes one day? Focus. Like, I think that that's the number one thing is to focus. Number two is be passionate about what you want to do. And number three, be authentic. Um, I think that that above all authenticity is so critical, no matter where, no matter where you want to end up. And, um, you know, just being yourself is really, really important. Thank you so much, Lisa. You know, you hit the nail on the head with those three, right? Focus and, and then be passionate about it. If you're going to do it, be passionate about it. And then the authenticity it goes such a long way. So, Lisa, thank you so much. Certainly had a great career. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And I certainly appreciate your time, expertise, and our friendship. Thank you so much, Travis. This was great. I really appreciate being here with you. Thank you. So, so much fun. Again, this is Travis Apple. Thank you for listening to 52 Weeks of Hustle. Please be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll be back next week with another industry leader. Have a great week. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around, a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom, and a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.